Listen now to this story from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in the manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When you see something, when you understand something for the, for the first time, one of those aha moments in life where something becomes clear, maybe that you'd never seen or realized before. 
when my twins, that are now 19, were in preschool, one of the teachers at their school made the decision, a very bold decision, to join a convent and become a nun. When they were going to break the news to the children, they gathered them around in a circle. And as they began to tell about Miss Maria's journey, they asked, does anybody know what a nun is? Well, none of them knew what a nun was. And so they explained. A nun is someone that works for the church, that takes care of people, that tells them about God. It was in that moment that for my son Jake, the light went on. And his eyes got real big and he raised his hand and he said, my dad's a nun. <laughs> I had one of those experiences recently where I saw something that I had never seen before. Now, I've been in church on Christmas Eve my entire life. My family let the Christ candle when I was nine days old. And I've been in ministry now for 30 years, but I recently saw something that I'd never seen in the Christmas story. I don't know how I'd missed it, but I take a little bit of comfort knowing that I'm not the only one that's missed it. I've never seen anything written about it in any biblical commentaries. I've never heard another Christmas Eve homily mention this. But what I've come to discover is that three times Luke points out that the baby Jesus, on the night that he was born, was laid in a manger. A manger, as you probably know, is a feeding trough. Three times in the story, when, when, when he was born, Luke says, he was wrapped in bands of cloth and they laid him in a manger. And then later in the story, when, when the shepherds are told, they were say, this will be a sign for you that you'll see this child. And he'll be wrapped in cloth, laying in a manger. And then when the shepherds show up, sure enough, there he is. Once again, Luke says, he's laying in a manger. So all of this got me wondering, what's so significant about the manger that Luke mentions it three times? Now, you can expect it once. I mean, it's an interesting fact, but why three times? Well, what happens in a feeding trough? Uh, this is Texas. We all know a feeding trough is where all God's children, all God's creatures come to eat. Those that speak French will remind me that, that the very word for eat in French is manger spelled manger. You see, a feeding trough is where all God's creatures come to eat. And that got me thinking that, that maybe this wasn't just a sign for the shepherds, but maybe there's a sign for us as well. And the more that I thought about this, the more that I came to see that there is a thread, there's a, a theme that seems to run throughout Scripture. Moses was the first one to mention it. He said that, that man does not live by bread alone. Moses is saying that there's something more than the hunger that we put into our mouths. And we know that to be true. In Isaiah, who we heard from a moment ago, he said in another spot, why do you spend all of your money 
Buying bread that will not satisfy you. In other words, why do you give yourself to stuff that will not satisfy the hunger that's here? And then when Jesus begins his public ministry, do you remember one of the first things that he did? There were people that were gathered from all over, some of them his followers, some of them come just wondering to hear a little bit about the story, wondering who this guy was. And he takes bread, he takes fish, and he multiplies it and feeds thousands of people. And in that moment, he said, he said I am the bread of life. Those who come to me, you'll never go hungry. And then the very last night of his life, they gathered together with the disciples. He takes bread and he breaks it. And he says, this, this is my body, which is given for you. There's obviously something there, isn't there? But what does all of this mean? What, what's all of it saying? And, and what's the point of the feeding trough? I think it's this. And that is that, that we are hungry for things. We are hungry. And the only place you'll find that that hunger is satisfied is here at the manger. You know what it's like. You're, you're hungry to know that your life has meaning. Purpose. You're hungry to know that you're valuable, that you're worthy of love, that you're you are already a part of what God is doing in this world. You're hungry to know that you're not alone, that, that someone, that something is always with you. You're hungry to know that you're forgiven and that you're given a second chance if you need it and a third and a fourth and maybe a fifth you see, God is in the forgiveness business. You're hungry to know that, that you can have hope even in the midst of despair, that you are loved, that you are loved with a love that will not let you go. You're hungry to know that when this life is over, that there is something after this life. You see, we have these hungers inside of us and nothing that will be under the tree tomorrow morning, nothing that you can buy in a mall, nothing that an Amazon delivery person will bring you will ever satisfy those hungers. But what will satisfy that hunger that you feel, the hungers of your soul, what will satisfy that is found in a feeding trough in a stable in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, interestingly enough, means quite literally in Hebrew, house of bread. And so church, I invite you tonight to come with me to Bethlehem. To gather with all of God's creatures in front of the manger where the, where the wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf, and the lion and the fatling together. Because there, there you will find that which will satisfy the deepest desires of your heart. Tonight, I invite you to say yes, to acknowledge, to acknowledge that my soul is hungry, that, that I need what Jesus offers. I need, I'm hungry for what Christmas is really all about. And here's what will happen when you do. It's the same thing that happened when the shepherds came to the feeding trough.
They saw the baby Jesus and they went back to their fields in the same way that you will go back to your homes. And there they were singing. They were rejoicing. They were praising God for everything that they had seen. You see, for you, for me, for us, born this day in the city of David as a Savior who was the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord, and you will find him wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a feeding trough where all God's children, where all God's creatures come to eat.